If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make your podcast. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free. You pay no fee whatsoever. It's absolutely, totally free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started welcome to another podcast episode of the podcast self-evolution regardless so this episode that i have been sort of like putting off for so long is about ego. Let's talk about the inflated ego of a narcissist. Basically, I've had the most wonderful experiences in my life, and my life has never been better, and all of the experiences are just wonderful, and they're awesome, and they were perfect, and uh, at the time, things were just superb and nothing was flawed everyone loved me everyone uh, cheered for me everyone was welcoming me but at the same time everybody else were was just against me and just so weird and looking at me weird and um, just so unwelcoming of me, like, pause. Because <laughs> at this point, I, I think you might be wondering, is she, is she okay? Like, well, this is what happened to me just a couple of hours ago. And I had to share this because I've been witnessing the same, if not uh, similar to, pattern of uh, self-infatuation, infatuation and just self, like, the ego is just all over the place, like, you can just smell and hear and see and taste and touch and everything 
all the freaking pride. And and let me just put it this way, there's too much pride. <laughs> just saying this. Um, pretty much similar to what I've been uh, saying at the beginning of this episode. Pretty much just in that context. Well, not really that general, because I don't want to, you know, uh, be specific too much. But it's about that, you know. So it's, it's like, um, ah, oh, my job that year was amazing. And we had all of these people and they were really nice and... And uh, the experience was just wonderful, and at that time, all those years, and, you know, we were a really nice clan of people, just so clean and so proper, and then just everything just got mixed up, and we just have to show pride to our country, to our beloved beloved nation and beloved country and beloved everything in between and I'm just standing there like okay <laughs> I'm just looking at this egotistical person just not really like genuinely happy at the moment because at first I was like feeling a little sad because I sort of like compared myself to the situation but then I just uh, forgot about it because it wasn't really necessary so I was just uh, there and basically looking at the phenomenon happening in front of me and I'm not saying that I was faking like I was encouraging and uh, complimenting the person and everything but it's just that um, my NM, should I say? Um, but, you know, it's just that, uh, it got to the point where she was, she, she I already mentioned she, so I already know she, <laughs> she was just, uh, like, how can I put this? Like, as though, like, imagine someone going through like phase one of like celebration and then smoking something and then going straight to phase 10 even like that that much of like pride and the way that is spoken though the way it's just i mean the content in itself already is heartbreaking already because we're way past those years now and we're looking at those years as though they're the most um the most cherished and the most important years as though we want to go back to those years like right now and time travel but it's not possible because we've we've gone through those years and now it's way past that time you know and things change and people change and circumstances definitely change and so reminiscing is good but not to the point where I, f I just felt like this person was not in here like it's that much of a strong trance you know like that trance 
And so, uh, the way she she spoke was like the words are slow. They're coming out of 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 the mouth like really slow. Like the country, they're so proud, and we have to embrace the nation like that freaking slow. <laughs> I'm not making fun, I swear, it's just crazy to even have to freaking remember this, but that's just the way it happened. And a good thing, though, of remembering it, uh, even though I'm really resentful to remember it, is the fact that actually allows me to breathe a little bit and just not have to think about it anymore <laughs> because um, the more vivid the image is the less I have to store in my mind and just let it all out so this episode if you can understand is about that inflated ego that they have clearly continuing the series I mean not the personal bill of rights series but like the the, the how how do I put it? Season one basically, and the the things that I want to get out of my mind that I can't seem to stop obsessing over. Sorry, I have to turn it off. So let's call the season one like that, okay? The things that I want to forget so bad, but I can't seem to forget about. And I can't seem to stop obsessing over that I'm recording a lot of episodes about. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it's the thing that is just weird about this whole thing is the smallest things are made so like they're they're giving they're given too much value over their actual value. I would never in my entire life give a shit about being a secretary, for example, because a secretary is a shitty job and it's a job where you are getting paid way too little for your, let's say, education and you're you're very, like, uh, HR-like, so and you're constantly with your boss. Honestly, I don't like the job, but forever, for whomever that likes the job, like, good for you, and I encourage you to continue, but like, as for me, you know, personally, I don't like the job. I just find it shitty. But the pride that is given at the moment was to just inflate the stupidest job, like this one, Ever. And why? Just just why? Is it even necessary? Because I almost had a job like that and it just so it's just so shitty. And it barely pays well. And let me tell you something about the colleagues and the work environment. How can you be so proud of everything and making everything sound so ideal? Because at the time, for example, you were away, like you were abroad. Uh, 
and and you're for some people of course you're you are for somehow more appreciative of your country than ever okay let's just put it that way and and it comes the point where you're judging the circumstances of the job as being really awesome, really perfect, just ideal, and all of that. And you're telling me at the same point that you must have this kind of pride and joy and, and loving of your job to be loved by everyone and to be appreciated and, and to like uh, prove to everybody that you're special. Like, I know I can do that, even though sometimes the domain may not be something I'm extremely passionate about. I mean, we can agree about that idea, okay? We can agree on that idea, but not everyone works in the same job circumstances. I talked about this already. I worked in a call center where the fucking narcissism was out of the fucking roof. Let me tell you this. The boss, who's under the boss, like the CEO, the under, you know, like the immediate boss, sort of. Oh, yeah, my supervisor, <laughs> that fucking bitch. She was all over the place, and she was, like, attacking me. To the point where I felt like she was personally attacking me. She wasn't just criticizing my work. But uh, the things she does, the way she does them, and every single time it would just be me going into that meeting room just to have the humiliating, most awful, knee-dropping conversation Ever, just to feel good about her fucking self for whatever fucking reason. All the time. Everybody makes mistakes. I noticed that. At one point or another, I was able to notice a few of my other coworkers making mistakes with the calls that they made. But me, I swear, I'm the only person at the time... To, to go to that meeting room the most times, like the most frequently. Imagine how trying to control my nerves and anger at the time was feasible for some reason. I never, I never thought I was able to control my emotions at the time. Like I was never really aware of my capability of doing that because usually I would rage and just go nuts. But... The way that she did it just make, made me go so cold-blooded with her to the point where she would go nuts and, nuts and me just literally staring at the blank. <laughs> just why? Just, just complimenting life and having all of these existential questions inside of my head and just silently absorbing what the fuck's going on because of so much bad energy going on there. And, you know, she was the narcissist. 
And I talked about her indirectly in the second episode. And now I'm going to go ahead and just talk even more in detail about how gruesome and rude and inflated bitch she was. She, she still is. She had all of her, all of my co-workers gather against me and she used them as her flying monkeys to do as she pleases in me, to have the most fun on me, to have a laugh and to have a joke about me as a person, as a human being, just for fun. What, when... Exactly when the boss is not here, when the owner of the, of the call center is not here. So she would have the most, like, the blast, like, the most fun time when the owner of the, of the call center wasn't here. And when he was here, everything was so calm. Like, nothing happened. And at the time, I wasn't able to speak up, of course. I had to shut up, I had to remain calm and just see if anything changes. To the point where I remember this precisely. Um, so we went, like all of us separately, to like have lunch in nearby uh, restaurants and of course go back when the, the break time is over, which is barely an hour. So I had to go real quick. and. So I ate outside, and I had this really short period amount of time left, so I can sit there, go in and sit and chill before the whole stress would go back again. So, um, so I had gone out and I ate outside, and I, it was time for me to go because I wanted to finish quickly so that I can have that. 15 minutes left for me to chill inside. So then uh, I was uh, as I was about to go in the door was locked and I could hear so much noise going on from a distance like right before I walk in but then when I was about to knock the door is locked and now guess what they did? Actually the whole hallway of the apartment was like doors were closed thank god but the amount of fun they made of me at the time was so heartbreaking. I was laughing at that moment because I just had to go along with it and pretend that everything was fine. Even though it was at, at the expense of my mental sanity and stability. But they were poking fun at me and they just left me outside like that. Everyone I saw in that... You know, the small hole of the door that you can peek through and see who's, like, inside. Everyone was there. She was there in front of the door. And she has her flying monkeys recording video of this bitch and her flying monkey in front of the door. Literally telling me to do ridiculous stuff in front of the camera and the others are shooting the video. Telling me the most ridiculous thing. Hey, 
get your tongue out, stick your tongue out, oh, you look so beautiful. And I'm like, no, why would you do that? No, of course not. So I had to freaking like say no so many times until they threatened me. They told me like, if you don't do the tongue, if you don't get your tongue out, we're not going to let you in. Okay, you stick your tongue out, you laugh, you make take a few pictures of you and then we'll let you in. <sighs> so... I mean, what kind of choice was I left with? Anyway, at this point, I had to fucking do it, and I did it, and I had a whole bunch of laughter going on. And even though it really hurt me inside, I just kept laughing and, and just acting as though it was normal. Just imagine having to go through that. And she still has the pride, this bitch, to talk about it later on as if it's something normal. This explains one of the shittiest work environments I've ever worked in. So you telling me that you had the best and most awesome work experiences in your life and the most awesome colleagues and the most awesome principal of the school or whatever university you worked in doesn't mean I'm going to have the same thing. I was nice. I was being myself, I was cool, I was okay with everybody, but they had a problem with me and I didn't understand what it was at this call center. And I was trying to make it like a long period of time, long enough for me to get used to the work, but it just never worked. I tried so hard to even remember and memorize the script word for word and just nothing fucking happened and the calculations it's ridiculous just one digit of the number that was wrong i was harshly so harshly criticized for it and taught the lesson over and over and over again it made me feel so stupid and so useless. How come I'm going to stay any longer in that job if you just keep humiliating me like that? And expect me to be a better employee, be a better worker, work harder. How hard am I supposed to work for if all you do is freaking bring me down to the level of me feeling like I'm fucking stupid and just not able to learn, like I have no brain? Like, and it makes her, I don't know about this bitch, but it definitely, I feel like it made her have so much fun. Like, she has power. Like, she finally has power over someone to the point where after I quit, I mean, I shortly after that quit, of course, I only stayed there for three hellish months. Couldn't stay any longer. Right after I quit, I noticed on Facebook that the majority of the group that was working with me also quit. And I saw new faces in that fucking uh, call center. Oh my god. What? I was honestly shocked to have seen that. But also grateful because me quitting was sort of like... Um, putting a stop to her inflated ego and her bitchiness around. So back to the topic.
Why is it that you make a stupid thing have such a value that you make me inside boil and make me feel worthless? Just because I didn't have the same opportunities as you, even though I disagree with the idea that, absolutely disagree with the idea that I have to compare myself to others because nobody in this earth like is the same, has the same uh, things going on for them, in the same circumstances, have the same talents, the same genetic material even. So I, I would never want to compare myself to anybody else. But just getting into that point of trance, literally I felt like I was in the middle of a cult where the owner of the cult is having a trance and is going like crazy and is singing this really weird song in this as as though this person is in another in another world i'm just watching there like okay i'm in on planet earth at this point you know here right now you know i don't need to go further <laughs> to another dimension where you are at with your pride and just wonder why does there have to be such a huge amount of pride over things you did so exaggerated the way that she, she mentioned them like why I would never be that much of a proud person to the point where I show up as an ass in front of everyone because of how much I'm proud of my work experiences all my life even though let's say I've enjoyed you know a few moments here and there and had a few friends here and there and just had a f you know fun with a few like colleagues and and a few laughters and yeah those moments pass of course everyone has ups and downs their work and, and, and every everywhere but not to the point where you fucking like just making it sound so heavenly Aman like no please I just said an Arabic word just now, sorry. But, like, no, like, please, just stick here, like, stay here, like, in this, in this dimension, in this world, please, no need to go in a trance and just leave this earth <laughs> in your mind and come back. No need to get high over a stupid job experience, you know. I mean, it might, it might be stupid for me, but it matters to you, but not to the point where you just make it sound so godly and so divine, goddammit. <sighs> just, oh my god. Wow, okay. So, I just had to um, kind of go through there. And the thing that just surprised me most is that I think she, the bitch also quit. Like, because I never saw her face again, so probably he replaced her. Probably he might have heard that she was abusive towards a few of her, uh, you know, employees because she was the one who hired me. And I, I thought she was going to be nice, you know, but this bitch turned against me in like fucking two days. I mean, after teaching us, of course, you know, training us. 
the concept and everything, but like, like afterwards, she was just not the same person I thought she was when she was teaching us. This person turned on me, not anybody else. I don't know why, but she was so proud in doing it. You know, that's so fucking inflated pride that she had in her snake-like eyes, you know? It's just so weird and unfair and absolutely just unacceptable. But what can I do? You know, I, I at least I'm grateful for the fact that I cold-bloodedly, miraculously managed to... Uh, tame my anger and feelings and uh, just assertively told her look man I can't take this anymore and I want to leave and I wanted to make up a reason to leave because obviously there was no contract and I did not accept the fact that there is no contract in work like you either give me a fucking contract where you actually like legally uh, admit to the authorities that you're hiring me and that I'm working for you, but there was no such thing, and so she made it look so fucking uh, real, like the future faking that we talked about, which never happened all throughout the three months that I was working there. She never even dared to mention the idea. All she said was, oh, this company is legit, you know, this company is fine, it's legal, it works with, like, legal paperwork and stuff. But every time she mentioned it, I said, then why is there no contract? Why? And she would go all over the place to just be the victim, uh, appear like the victim, and she wants everyone to be by her side, obviously, and now I'm the devil in the room, which, which is something she loves to do, by the way. I call a narcissist, and I just had to freaking, like, sit down, relax, and just watch the catastrophe happen. You know, that's her, that's the bitch that she was. And I freaking left and I was no longer in contact with any of those bitches or flying monkeys that worked for her or the fucking boss at the point. And I just made the best decision ever at the point, at the time. And I didn't have any pride of talking about that job, despite the fact that there were good moments here and there. But apart from the embarrassing uh, stick your tongue event, but I'm not really that proud. If I were to be happy about a job I worked at, it would just be like, yeah, well, I worked at this X and Y and Z just for like, uh, you know, uh, financial independence and temporary work and just to have an experience I didn't really make it just so such a big deal I'm not saying I'm jealous I'm just like wondering like why just just why this much inflated ego is it that you are so proud Part of narcissism is obviously this huge inflated ego and this um, huge like uh, self, sense of self and 
self-achievement and goal achievement and just all that. I know, it's, it's a trait of the narcissistic personality disorder. But manifesting itself in front of me like that just got me wondering like how fascinating it is for just someone to feel that much pride, you know, just like walking on earth, like pride just walking on earth. <laughs> I mean, walking pride, basically. Bullshit. Alright, okay, uh, just wanted to let that out. Please, please, please don't forget to like, share, comment on this podcast. If you don't find anything where you can actually follow or subscribe on Anchor, go ahead and do that on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want. I would totally appreciate that if you ever want to support this podcast. That will also help with producing much better quality content for you guys and much more frequently. I might actually disable the sponsorship right now and just, uh, you know, get your authentic, generous donations from you guys if you're ever willing to just for a small fee even just a dollar it's more than enough you know and your engagement and you listening to my episodes and me ranting about everything just always makes me feel more than grateful even if you just don't uh, financially support me I don't really mind it's just what I want is for people to listen and for people to know that there is someone out there who has similar experiences and then they're not alone. So I'm really glad that if anybody out there in this world is listening to my podcast, I'm so happy that you do. It makes me feel so good that you're actually listening to me. It makes me feel like I'm not alone in this world having this shitty problem to deal with. And yeah, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And I'll see you in the next episode. So, folks, that's a wrap for this episode, and as you can guess, this is my goodbye speech. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I hope you found this episode enlightening to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor FM or any other platform where, where you'll find my podcast available, like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, Radio Public, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and recently I've added my podcast in TuneIn as well as Red Circle. That's where you'll find my podcast also available. I'd also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee. If you have any topic suggestions, questions, some feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message and I'll take care of that. So to conclude, this was Self Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram, and I will see you in the next episode.